Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here from Wealthy. Before we jump into the podcast, I wanted to just remind you that if you are enjoying the content that we're creating, you're liking the guests and getting something out of it, please like, subscribe and pass it on to all your friends that might find it helpful. And remember that all of this is ultimately so you can learn how to build wealth through property. If you have an existing portfolio or you're looking to start that journey, feel free to reach out to me and the team and we'll find out ways that we can help you. Now, without further ado, let's jump into the next episode. Hey guys, Dominic Neshi here from Wealthy. Today, I want to talk to you about a few things. The market, I want to chat about what you can do if you have a limited budget, and then also what is happening with this upcoming event of ours. So, let's get straight into it. Uh, For all of you that have been watching the property market recently, you would have noticed that there has been a lot of positivity, a lot more uh, property options for one, but also the market has rallied. Off the back of last year, it was starting to get a little bit of momentum. We were seeing some growth, but this year we're we're well and truly killing it. Some markets have got double-digit growth and are doing really, really well, where majority of the market, just sort of Australia-wide, are pushing sort of 4 or 5% since the all-time low. Now, what I find particularly interesting about this is uh, because sentiment's back and because the market is starting to move, Now is really is the opportunity to get back in and to capitalize on those investments that you've been thinking about. And if you have been sitting on the sideline, now's the time to just jump in. Don't waste any more time. You've already missed the bottom of the market, so don't feel like you're going to see that anytime soon. We had a guest, Theo Chambers, just the other day. He's the founder of Shaw Financial, and he sat and explained to us that, um, Basically, the Reserve Bank is looking at uh, reducing the interest rate by the end of the year, maybe another two times. It At 0.75%, it's an all-time low. Uh, banks have eased their credit, their credit, so it means it's a lot easier for us to go and get money and um, go and purchase your first home or buy an investment. The beginning of this year, there was also the first home buying incentive, which allowed first home buyers that had a limited deposit of 5% to get in and have that um, guarantee from government or a protection from government so they don't have to pay the lender's mortgage insurance component of their mortgage, which is a huge saving. Since they've released that, there's been quite a few people that have jumped into the market and started to purchase. So we're seeing the bottom end of the market really creep up. But a lot of the people that have just been sitting on the fence looking for their own home have really led the way. Um, first home purchases have been strong in coming into the market. So this is where all the drive is really happening. Now, what I wanted to chat about today are the options for people that feel like, hey, the market's running away from us now. Um, I haven't got a massive deposit. My uh, savings isn't exactly where I need it to be. What options are available to me? I'm feeling the fear of missing out. I don't want to miss out on this market. I don't want to miss out on 5 or 10% growth on a half a million dollar asset. Let's just put that in context for a second. If you were to successfully invest a your deposit into a half a million dollar asset and for some reason it performs at 5%, 
you've got $25,000 in your pocket. If it performs at 10%, there's an additional 10%, uh, an additional $50,000 in your pocket. So that's the deposit that you've used to get in all the way back into your pocket. So that's the reason why some people are feeling that urgency. So if that's you, what options are available to you? And if you don't feel like you have the full 20% or you feel like you want to have the 20% before you go and settle, I would say that you should probably be looking at off-the-plan properties. Now, I know that's a dirty word and many of you are probably scared because of the recent sentiments last year, people talking about Opal Tower, a lot of um, building defects and issues that we saw with some new builds. But um, I want to remind you and sort of harken back to one of the previous podcasts that we had with the Homeowners um, Industry Association or the Housing Industry Association, HIA. Um Australia's built 150,000 homes basically year on year. We've had some isolated issues where properties were built incorrectly and that's been, I think, the, all the media attention has put a massive impetus or burden on developers, on new markets or new entrants to the market to think about their development processes and to tighten that all up into place. But if you were to just put that fear aside for a second, I think you can largely avoid any issues by working with good quality developers, your Lend-Lease, your Mervacs, your Meritons, your, um, you know, your Frasers, all the bigger companies that have reputational risk. So now let's assume that you are now thinking, hey, off the plan seems intriguing if I were to develop with a good quality developer or builder, and I feel like it's going to be a good, safe, surefire bet. The reasons why I'm, I'm suggesting that you should go off the plan is because of the, the nature and structure of the deal. Essentially, you're putting down a 5 or a 10% deposit up front today, and then you don't have to pay any more for that property until it completes. So that means if you were to pick a market that you felt had really good growth potential, you knew that a new light rail, the metro was coming, or you could see that there was some driving factor behind the economics or there was going to be some um, big commercial hub for driving employment or uh, a new road or some kind of thing that was going to drive the demand and you could see there was a limited supply um, and you're saying, I want to get into the market, you should have a look at off the plan. Put in your 5 or 10% deposit. You have a year or two years to save the remainder of that deposit to increase the amount of cash you have in the deal and whilst that property is under construction you don't have to pay anything for the loan because there is no loan so effectively you're getting this market growth for free you've paid 10 percent. you got one or two years you're waiting for it to be under construction there's no cost to hold while that's happening and as it grows you're you've got the the power of that asset you basically retain ownership or you've you've got the um control over that property. Now, there was a lot of fear for brand new property because people that bought in 2016, 2017, 2018, they had purchased at the peak of the market. The market dropped, the property settled, and suddenly the property that they had purchased was now 10 to 15% less, which is where a lot of the fear and uncertainty happened. Now, we're at the bottom of the market. So people that are picking good areas and are buying off the plan it is a good and feasible strategy. We've seen it in the past where people are buying here, 
allowing the market to grow because of the different economic circumstance or um, some outlying events like investments in infrastructure. And as there's growth in the market, you may be settling on something that is 5, 10 or 15% more than what you purchased it for. So if you're buying a half a million dollar asset, it may be worth five fifty dollars or $600,000 at completion, provided you're ticking all the boxes. Good market, um, good drivers, good developer builder, and then you've got a good deal structure. So I digress. If you're one of those people interested, this is now a good time, I think, for you to have a look at purchasing off the plan property. If you have a limited deposit, that is another strategy that you can use. Now, mind you, a similar but not exactly the same is for you to potentially look at doing a house and land package. You can go and have a look at some unregistered blocks. This means they aren't ready to do anything with them. And whilst they are getting registered, um, it takes a bit of time. So there might be growth in the asset whilst you're waiting. Um, There are obviously some risks associated with that strategy. But largely, if you can tick those boxes, you can mitigate a lot of that risk. Okay, so that is my verbal diatribe about um, the current market, what's actually happening, where we're seeing some opportunities. What I'd like to talk to you right now is about our first wealthy event. Very, very excited about it, um, where the the team over at Boston and Pace have given us their display suite, which is a beautiful location. It feels very much like a wedding venue. It's absolutely gorgeous, state-of-the-art um audio technical equipment. Um, It's a great spot to be able to see what's actually happening from an infrastructure perspective. We've got some great people that will be talking there. We may have the great Mustafa from Sydney Business Chamber, um, Theo Chambers talking about uh, finances, and then of course myself jumping up on stage to talk to you about property investment, the way that we can structure a portfolio and liberate yourself financially. So if you've got any questions, thoughts, ideas, uh, and you want to reach out to the team, please address us anywhere. You can find us on our website, www.wealthy.com.au, and that's Wealthy with an I. Um, hope to hear from you all soon.